Welcome back to the Triple Six Rivals podcast, and tonight we're covering a highly controversial issue that has spread to the farthest corners of the globe. What issue is that, D? That's the censorship on our right to free speech. Um, these are better known as gag laws, and we're not only seeing this in the United States, but we're also seeing this in China, in Spain, and in places like the UK. What happens when somebody is gagged? And how does that pertain to the law, D? Gagging someone is one step away from silencing them forever. Do you know the other way that historically that people have been silenced? Off with their heads. Yes, this is the legal means of silencing people. Now, why is this so pertinent? And what are you trying to illustrate today, D? I'm trying to illustrate that there is a full-scale attack against these civil rights primarily a right to free speech right now. Tonight, that's what we're going to cover. In the past, we've already covered a little bit about this, but th this is, like I said, this is the evolving stages of the attack on our right to free speech, right to assembly, uh, right to just be, be free of living without the encroachment of the dominant government taking away uh, your rights to, to be able to do things like if you want to be a model and you want to speak out against uh, certain things the government's doing, you should be allowed to do that. You shouldn't be in prison for it. Okay, D. That was long. And <laughs> complicated. Alright, D. So, what is all this pertaining to today? Well, there's a particular subject, a man, Spanish rapper in Spain, yes. by the name of Pablo Heisel. Uh I hope I didn't botch that. And he was in prison for a song that he made in 2014 by the current uh, monarchical administration in Spain. What type of government does Spain have? Because I'm, I'm a little bit unfamiliar. I know what type of government we have here. They, do you know anything about Spain's government? Spain is a democracy ruled by a monarchy. Ah, much like, I know another one. England. England is yes, like that. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Okay, so, I mean, the United Kingdom, I'm sorry. Yeah, the U UK. That's yeah. my American ignorance. So the United Kingdom is also like that. So tell me. Well, you just call it a cultural difference. Um, you, we can call it cultural ignorance or a cultural difference. Absolutely. Now, what's going on in this constitutional monarchy in this great country of Spain? D? Well, in 2015, Spain passed the their gag law. So what this does is this took certain pieces of speech and stated that if they if they ran a close enough line to promoting terrorism it would be constri construed as terrorist propaganda and people could be imprisoned writing articles about this writing songs about this and what's interesting though is that the timing of it he wrote the song and published it in 2014 and he was just imprisoned for it uh last week at the end of february 2021 absolutely and um I know why they have gag laws. I don't know if a lot of people know why they have gag laws, but there was a series of wars fought after World War II for separations in certain regions like Catalonia and Basque region, and there were atrocities committed on both sides by both organizations, the ETA, as well as the government-funded GAL. Many people were massacred, and during that time, they thought the powers that be that was a good idea to start silencing people but i mean gag laws the if we want to tell people didn't they start way way back in the day do you know when in the united states we had the first gag law in 1836 1835 and 1836 damn that's a long time ago and those are known as Patton and asherton's gag laws 
those were the first ones that we had. They weren't actually gag laws, and it was kind of weird how our Congress had implemented them. Because these laws, particularly, they, they serve the same purpose as a gag law. It stopped people from uh, their right to assemble and their right to petition. Gotcha. So the Congress, the Senate back then in the 1830s, didn't, they wouldn't touch the anti-slavery they actually didn't want that to be brought to the ballot and so instead of stopping anti-slavery petitions from bring being brought to the senate floor to be voted on they they were so um methodological and it was very intelligent how the senators constructed this they they constructed a petition that stopped the senate from actually seeing the petition against anti-slavery and they did that because the congress had never voted to see a petition ever so they knew that by doing that they were successfully taking away people's right to petition for anti-slavery absolutely now i want to ask you a question d hmm. now why is freedom of speech if we're going to have a deep conversation here why is freedom of speech so dangerous to the powerful why is it such a threat to them? What do they have to hold on to, keep, protect by not letting the truth out? Why is it such a, a powerful tool for the powerless? Everything. Because I through ideas and through collective action, people people are effectively uh, they could change the structure of power if enough people act together. Absolutely. And what's going on in Spain right now with this rapper that you were talking about, Pablo? Pablo Heysel. Tell me what's going on with him. So, <clears throat> for a song that he published in 2014, I actually, um, on our website, guys, you can go there and you can see the translation of the song lyrics as well as his prison letters. He has released two of them since he's been imprisoned, February 19th. So we did take the liberty and translate those for you if you want to read more into it on our website. Absolutely, and it's like I said, it's questionable, but... Spain has a long, deep, and complicated history, guys, and we can mm -hmm. get into that later, but for right now, it looks like I know a little bit about it. I know that they imprisoned him, but I also know that the young people of Spain have really came together, and, you know, artists, and they have basically, they've demanded change, and the government did say that they're willing to concede, and they're willing to reduce the charges and restructure the laws when it comes to quote-unquote terrorism. So that's a good thing, and that should show people the power that we have when we are united. Mm -hmm. But some of the art that's coming out of Spain right now is absolutely wonderful, and we want to pull that up for you right now. It's truly powerful, but like I said, you know... We're also going to leave a link for you guys to Pablo Heysel's 2014-15 video. The question so. really is, is how corrupt is the Spanish government? And I mean, honestly, there's a lot of evidence for and but at the same time it's complicated now we should really talk about the dirty wars but right now i feel like um i haven't done enough research and i'm not qualified because it's not my country but there were some atrocities committed by both sides and the question is i don't think juan carlos is a fascist d i think he's absolutely corrupt and he's proven that with his behavior he got caught stealing 100 million dollars he gave it to his mistress some 85 million he injured his leg hunting for elephants in Africa when Crane, Spain was in deep economic crisis. So, is he corrupt? 
Absolutely. So kind of like Ted Cruz, abuse of funds, uh, cronyism we're seeing at the top. When your people need you the most, you're you're not there. It's the same thing we see here in America. It's exactly. it's, it's it's I can't say abuse it's fascism, but it's what it is today. And unfortunately, is Juan Carlos a fascist? Absolutely not. He's absolutely corrupt because Juan Carlos don't got the heart to kill somebody. So that's what Pablo that, fascist, 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 fascist. Actually, you know, fascists will walk up to you in broad daylight, look you in the eye, pull out a pistol, and execute Dang. you. Mm-hmm. A corrupt monarch will fly around the world spending your money and then pretend like everything's okay. Then they're so, gonna increase the taxes. Exactly. You gotta pay for the next year. <laughs> exactly. So corrupty, yes. What do you think? Corrupt or fascist? I don't know enough about the past regime. See, I didn't know all this about World War Two and how Juan um, Carlos yeah, had actually... There's two organizations that people definitely need to know about, and it's the ETA and the GAL, and that will tell you everything you need to know about why Spain instituted gag laws and why its monarchy and its government is set up the way it is today. You'll so. have to go to our website to read more about it. We're not going to go into that here. That we, we do have... Um, we have some writing... Uh, so, if, like I said, if you want to check it out, if you want to, ch- I believe Paulo Heisel needed a voice. We needed to translate it to English. So, if you want to check it out yourself, we have more on it on our website. Um, but we did want to cover, like I said, um, we're seeing a massive o- government overreach on a global scale, and it, they're coming after our right to free speech. So and that's you made the- an excellent point, D, earlier at the beginning of the podcast. This is not the first place. No. That is silencing free speech right now. You're seeing places in Myanmar where they just got done killing protesters today, yesterday. 18 people were killed. You're seeing places in China where the Uruguay, the women are being silenced. For... Where they have full camps there. Exactly. And they're imprisoning people of minorities. You're seeing in the United States that if I was to say something very foolish, which I can't even say, I would automatically be silenced for. So, I mean... Where do we stand as a people? Free speech is definitely under assault, D. But. And it's not even just on the government level. We're seeing this on the social institutional level, too, with people like Jody Shaw, who had to issue public letters of resignation from Smith College in order to... Uh, and and they were willing to try to pay her a settlement so she would shut up and, you know, close, basically get out. And she refused the settlement, uh, so... Go her. She has a GoFundMe and the GoFundMe additional funds that she was able to secure. She's putting forth for other people who are in the process of being silenced for their beliefs as well. Because basically when we think about what is freedom of speech, it's a political right, just like the right to assemble, freedom of expression. It's, it's more than that, though, because of so many people who have come before us and fought and died, not just in this yeah, country, but that's in other what countries, I'm, too. That's what I'm getting to, D, is that how many people fought and died just to get those rights, and at the same time, it seems like there's always a ebb and flow between the powerful and the powerless, between the taking and giving away those rights. And you see different times of history where you've seen an abundance of rights. Sometimes in history, even before now, people have more rights than we have today. That's right. But at the same time, there are parts in history where, Jesus Christ, they have way less rights than we have today. And what kind of society do we want to live in? Do you want to live in a free and open society, or do you want to live in a society that's completely closed off? I think the the topic I'm trying to bring to people's forefronts that I'm trying to bring awareness to is that 
just because we gained the right doesn't mean that they can't take it away because we're in the process of them eroding the rights that we've spent hundreds if not thousands of years fighting for and amending and changing absolutely absolutely and like i said it's that constant ebb and flow so mm -hmm. right now the only way to fight against it is everybody needs to just start talking to one another because if we can't have conversations about what's actually going on in our cities our streets and our communities and if free speech does become finally does become a thing of the past then we are fucking definitely in danger as a species so I don't know, D. It's one case, but here in the United States, they've started silencing people too. But and uh, it's you're starting to see a lot of people who are speaking out on the right and the center right beginning to be silenced by liberal America in the name of democracy and toleration for another section of the population. Absolutely, and it's kind of scary, but mm -hmm. either way, you're seeing what happens when people suppress freedom of speech. It's not good. People people are going to react. So either way, it's a good example of what's going on in Spain. So it is a good example of collective action, actually being a force for good and change in our community, in our world, in our time, but at the same time, D, freedom of speech we well, don't have that we really don't have anything because the next thing that comes is right to assemble and once they take that away then you have are, you have no way you have really no way of petitioning your government the so. attack on our right to assemble we could argue this started with covid and the implementation of the regulations globally of people who um, they forced us to stay at home right this was a new form of global martial law without calling it martial law and some, some, some countries did it to a, a much higher degree than other countries. And then even here in the United States, we saw that some states cracked down much harder than other states. And it resulted in mass exoduses from some of these places, right? But either way, all I know in the end, people are going to get hurt. People are going to fight back. But at the same time, it looks like we're in that part of history where they're starting to take away and deny political rights. So I hope people are wise enough to see that we are not the enemy to each other, but that there is a much bigger enemy and that we should come together. So you guys have a great night and we'll see you next time. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Triple Six Rivals podcast.